Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to reveal lies your soul believes. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Hello everyone, welcome back to today's podcast as we begin to end up here with our steps to deliverance with Derek Prince. And I want to cover just a couple more things to help you guys along because freedom is my biggest heart's desire for each and every one of you. I want freedom desperately and I just love to see when anyone gets free, even if it's from something little or something big, it is awesome to see the mercy of Christ go out and to touch someone's life and for them to be made new creature in Christ and that baggage is gone. It is amazing to see. One of the um, hindrances for deliverance, I've, I've talked about a few, and I'm going to just cover briefly one of the things, you know, he talks about is, you know, you've got to break all occult stuff. And as a general prayer, you can just do some house cleaning. If your family was involved in masonry, you want to go through and find a few of the masonry prayers are all over the internet and pray some of those prayers and breaking some of those family generational vows off. If you have been involved in any kind of occult or any kind of a group that is not um, pleasing unto the Lord, which, you know, I've heard some people talk about sororities and fraternities that you need to break some of those vows because uh, every group that has a vow that you have to be, you know, involved with and say, most of the time those vows are not vows that come from the Lord Jesus. So you have to go back and you have to break some of those vows. That's just kind of a general house cleaning. Every once in a while there may be a spirit really connected to that, but it's it's a bloodline cleaning if your family was involved in that because those are things we didn't know about. So you, you break all those things as a general house cleaning. Another part of deliverance is making sure that you don't have unforgiveness. Now I've talked a lot about forgiveness here and there and I, I got a whole week on forgiveness so I'm not going to spend a lot of time here. You guys can go back and pick up the forgiveness tape or the, the podcast, whatever. And um, when you're walking through with someone, you have to be really sensitive of knowing is forgiveness something we have to do right now. And you really have to know the Holy Spirit and have that discernment of knowing. And yes, there are sometimes they got to go back through and shut the doors and do the forgiveness. And some, and sometimes when I'm working, especially with people who have been trained in the cult as children, and they go through that cult life. I don't always focus on forgiveness because that would just be a bazillion and one times. Jesus is going to bring them all around to all of those places. They've got so much they got to break. Is you know, Jesus will work in the time and He will show you. But one of the things that lacks that keeps people from it 
is there are times when you need, you confess, you repent, and there's a forsaking there, but you don't really want to get rid of that relationship, even though you know that relationship is not good for you, yet, you know, maybe it's someone that you've known from work or a past relationship, and now you're married and you, you know, don't even need to be saying hi to these people. So one of the hindrances of people not getting free is they don't break that relationship off. They go back. You can't, you can't expect to get out of an addiction and then go back to your friends that are also addicted. It, you can't do it. You are not, Jesus, you're going to walk right back into your addiction. And so not being willing to release certain relationships will hinder your deliverance and being able to walk free. You will not find yourself being able to stand in that freedom that you so desperately want because you're not willing to walk away. You're not willing to cut the group off. Sometimes, sometimes you may have to move, but how bad do you want freedom? How desperate are you that you want freedom? Because when you are fully desperate, you will do what you need to do to stay free. If, if you are in the bar scene and the Lord is setting you free and you, you can't go back, you cannot go, oh, well, it's just karaoke night. No, it's not just karaoke night for you. It's called, I'm going to walk back in and pick up all my demons again. That's what it is for you. You cannot go back. Certain things, certain behaviors have to stop and you cannot play around with it. It's, I got to cut it off. Done. Done. The blood of Jesus comes between you and whatever is pulling you into that sin. Done. What do you need to do? What do you need to do to have a space to call freedom? Sometimes it's very difficult, but you know, they're all my friends. No, they're not. You're walking in an addiction. You're all addicted friends. Those are not your friends. Those are not. You need to figure out how to make new friends. You need to get away from old friends. And yeah, you might spend some time on Friday night by yourself because you are desperate enough to seek that freedom to walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is more important to you than the friends. When there's a wrong motive that you, why do you want free? You know, of course, one of the reasons I would have, you know, want free always is because I'm miserable. I can't stand myself. (laughs) So, I got to have freedom. I got to have whatever I, I got to get it. I got to get it. Jesus has just not ever allowed me to be complacent about certain things. So I'm, um, some things I'm just not in because of that. I get to give you the, the wisdom that I've grown through and that I've learned. And no one has all the cards when it comes to deliverance. No one has all the cards. All of us working together, each of you have your own understanding of deliverance that is vitally important. So don't, don't think, oh, well, I got to do it. 
you know, Derek's way or whatever. You got to do it your way. You got to do what you know. Jesus will give you the people that you need to pray for, for deliverance. He's not going to, you know, I used to be in an office with another counselor and there were certain people that I knew were supposed to go to her because they're the ones, she has the answers that they need to get help. I did not. I just, I just knew certain times that the Lord would just tell me. And so I would have to, you know, get rid of them and transfer them to her because I knew that's how they're going to find freedom. She had the answer. None of us have all the answers. Only Jesus does. So you can't get, you know, don't get tied up into some of that. James 4, 3, as we're talking about motives here. I'll start at the beginning of two because it's kind of a full sentence here. Um, You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your own pleasures. This is part of the stuff that gets us stuck. The very next verse, verse 4. Adulterers and adulteresses. And this is, we are all that because he's calling us that because that's who we are with Christ because we have things in our hearts that aren't fully so out to him. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. This is where sometimes the most difficult thing to do is having to break off old habits of where you where you used to go maybe on friday nights you always went to the bar scenes maybe you needed to decide i'll find a friday night church i'll find you know you i'll go out and start a book club whatever it whatever it is that you used to do because we are all friends with the world you know we all like certain things that doesn't mean that we're bad or terrible or that we got to you know be free but when you are getting desperate and you're walking through these steps and you know what you're looking at you know the sin that's in your life that you've got to get rid of then you have to be at enmity with it satan is in the world he's the prince of the air and all of his demons they just run around maybe you have a voice in your head that just torments you with how bad and terrible and awful you are. So you're going to go after this voice and you're going to seek deliverance from this voice. You're going to do all of these steps. I have a voice in my head. And it doesn't matter. Somebody could tell me, could say, oh, you're just wonderful or you're awesome or you have all of these blessings. Why do you even say that about yourself? But you have this voice in your head that does not agree. So it's not about anyone telling you something unless you're trying to say this for attention but you have to be willing to talk about and confess that this is a sin the way you're talking about yourself inside your own head it's a sin and you can't do that because that is not what christ christ is not going to come up and say those things to you you are saying those things to you and you have friends 
in the spiritual world that are helping you say things to you. And every time one little thing happens, then you're right back to saying that same old thing about yourself and how bad and terrible and awful you are. Be willing. Be willing to let go of it. Don't ask, you know, for freedom and not really want it. The reason why you want freedom is because you are going to die if you don't have it. You are desperate for freedom so that you can give more of who you are to Christ. That he has brought up an area in your life that you need to give over to him. And whatever that is, as he has shown you in his loving kindness, he has shown you, be willing to get rid of it. Be willing to walk through these steps so that you can have freedom. Because that voice is tormenting. It is tormenting. And you can get rid of it. You absolutely can get rid of it. Don't keep it. I'm here to tell you, don't keep it. Oftentimes in my office, I call it the Nazi voice. It's just like on you all the time, telling you all the terrible, horrible things. Figure out some things that you can do that are different. Maybe some confessions that you need to start making. You need to break agreement with this demon. But we will cover some more of that. I don't want to load too much on you. I just want you to begin to think about some of the things you could get free from. Because, you know, we just always have them. And Jesus will show you because he's great and he's merciful and he loves you beyond our capability of understanding. May the Lord bless each one of you today. I look forward to talking with you tomorrow. Thanks. Bye-bye. Soul Lies is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.